Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up? Welcome, everybody, back to another edition of Cherokee and the Rattlesnake. Oh, we're coming live from Darlington. If you just saw it, you know, the man the playboy got it done. New winner. New winner. Of the year. It was a great race. A lot of people made it. Oh, it's a wrap. I can't wait to do this episode. Let's get it. Let's take a look at how the... What's up? It's Cherokee coming at you live. Hello. Come right in. What's up, what's up? Boy. Hope y'all like that new intro. Oh. Got, a little, got a little new special edition intro. We're uh, rocking it. the matching hats, rocking uh, matching Small shades. For the boy. Looking real, real good tonight. Like Happy to be bucks. home. Yeah, I mean, it came and went, man. We're sitting here looking forward, talking about it, and then back home we're doing an episode, and I'm like, what just happened? Like, holy crap. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I was going through the photos, and I was like, "Damn, that was that was a good time." It was a lot of yeah, fun. I definitely definitely loved it. So this was your first experience with the hot pass. What did you think, dude? All right, I'd like to shout out to uh, your dad, his buddies. I mean, <laughs> that was great meeting your folks and uh, great hospitality inside the garage, man. That was my first time being down there. We we amped it up, and you did not disappoint. I'm very grateful and. Oh, dude! I like I literally was like when we, woo, when we first got down in there, I was trying not to get like choked up a little bit. I was like, I've been waiting for this my whole random <laughs> career. Like one day, this is gonna happen for me. And dude, it was awesome. Like the, I, we were in the garage five seconds. Corey LaJoy walks past us, and I'm like, yeah, hey, Corey! <laughs> like, and then it was on from there, just spotting crew chiefs, crews drivers industry you know people like us and it was just like dude like you see all this crap on social media and on everything and it was like man like we're in it we're living it then uh you know 
we, we stopped by some haulers, you know, get some tours, see some drivers, and it was just freaking wild, man. man I mean, we, I'm saw, gonna, we saw so many guys, we dude, saw we, so many drivers. We looked like a million bucks down there anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, got a lot of compliments on how we were looking. Swan Boy. specifically. Hey, uh, it was fun, man. It was it was more than anything I thought it'd ever be. And but now I'm like, where where do I go from here? If, I mean, Bristol coming up is like I mean, it's going to be Bristol, but damn, I want to get back down there in the garage. I want to get back down there. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we saw so many drivers. We got to talk to a lot of guys. Um, we definitely looked badass. Got a lot of compliments. Got a lot of compliments on these shades. Boy, I brought, bust these things out. I'm ready to wear them. On the yeah, show you got the new out. pair. Uh, yeah. yeah. Brought to you by I mean, Yeats. 10% off discount code Chairgating at yeatsofficial.com. If you want drivers and crew members to tell you how freaking cool you look, just use you know, chair getting code, 10% off. Uh, yeah. you'll, you'll be looking slick at the races coming up. Well, I mean, I'd, say, I'd say like half of the drivers and got crew guys that we're talking to, I mean, we, we're getting a lot of compliments on the shades. I'm I mean, even a guy that was sponsored by Costa Del Mar said we look freaking sick. <laughs> That's true. And he was uh, coasted out. And he even yeah. said like, damn, those look those look badass. Yeah. Swan. He gave us a big dude. shout out for the how cool we, our shades yeah. were. Shout Definitely a Swan. dude that should be rocking Yeats. To be Boy. fair, um, yeah, it was it was awesome. I mean, we talked to you. You got to talk to Kevin Harvick for like a second. He kind of big dicked you. Yeah, so I he mean, I mean, I ain't even gonna be mad. It was it, I wasn't <laughs> even kind of big leagued you. Yeah, well, I wasn't even gonna bring it up that I said if I'm getting this access, I don't care what has to happen. I'm you did say Kevin. that. You I'm did say you Kevin. said I don't care how he reacts or responds to me. Yeah, I'm just happy I get to see him. You said that even before we went yeah. in there. So, uh, you know, I, I got to slip down pit road and just go, you know, you see all the pre-race with this, you know, national anthem and everybody's putting their gear on and getting helmets and earpieces in. And, uh, I see all the people walking around and that was me. I was the guy walking around <laughs> and I'm just walking by and like, there's Camarola, there's Kyle Bush. Cool. Like, uh, what's up? and then I'm, I'm marching, I'm beelining straight to the four car. I mean, we'd been there earlier, but now all the crews are out there. It was awesome. I mean, we kept wondering and if like I, we were in a place we should be, but I, no I one didn't said come anything. this far to turn back, man. It said VIP on our passes, and no one stopped us. So I think VIP we stands for wherever the fuck I want to go. Exactly, is all I heard. And I get down there, and Kevin's not down there yet. He's walking from driver intros, and Rodney's just kind of sitting on the wall, just like looking at the car. And, and you I was were like, fangirling, dude. Was I was like, you fangirl oh, a little bit. Oh yeah. my god, there's Rodney. <laughs> so. I walk down there and I'm like, I'm like, hey Ronnie. I was like, hey man, just want to say big fan, dabbed him up. He was like, oh hey man, thanks for coming. I was like, hey, kick ass tonight. <laughs> and then as soon as I do that, here comes Kevin. So like some of the drivers walked on the other side of the cars, which I, to me was kind of like, hey, don't talk to me, leave me alone to anybody. Definitely. Yeah. So but then some guys came walking down right down pit road and they didn't give a shit, which was cool. But I didn't care. Kevin came around the car and I was like, hey, Kevin. Uh and so I was like, what's up, man? He was like, hey. And I was like, can I get a picture? And he was kind of like, oh, yeah. And he just gave you kind of one of those, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. so I was just like, can yeah. I just take it from here then? And he was like, yeah, man. And so yeah. I just took the long distance. Still cool. Third time I've gotten to interact with Kevin. It was cool. Uh, then I go walking back, dude, and drivers are just like walking right by me to their cars from driver intros. And I'm like, I was like, hey, Joey. He was like, what's up, man? I was like, picture. And, and he was like, what's up? Who? And, uh. Then Truex walking by, he smiled, and uh, you know Georgia boy crybaby Chase Elliott. I was like, "Hey Chase," I was like, "Hey Chase, get a picture." And he gave, he was totally like, "Dude, fuck off." 
Uh, so oh, yeah, you know, he definitely big dick to you. But to yeah. be fair, he had that like cancer kid next to him, and the, I like, get it. And you the know, crews were like following him. I'm pretty sure he was like, dude, I'm talking to this cancer. I was kid. probably the like, 111th person right. who did that. I think you caught him at a bad time. So yeah. that that one's not quite fair. But are there any drivers that you just you had an ex- interaction with that you're like, eh, dude. that wasn't that that wasn't that good. That like that didn't go over smoothly. Oh. Other than Harvick and Chase Elliott. Oh uh, well, yeah, I guess uh, there was one I told you about when I was waiting. We were I was waiting to meet you at the credential hauler, and I'm sitting there like chilling. People are coming up and getting their stuff and going, and I'm just kind of chilling, waiting because you said you were about to be there, yep. and nobody's around. Like there's no line. I'm just kind of yeah, chilling. Nobody at the here. credential hauler that was. And all of a sudden, I look up and Ch- Ross Chastain just comes walking up around the corner, and he's like, "Hey, yeah," talking to him, and I was like, "Oh." Fuck, like I'm like 10 feet from Ross Chastain. Like, oh my God. And I mean, I wasn't like, I wasn't starstruck. I was like, dude, like, he's just normal ass dude standing there. And I was like, he looked at me and kind of threw a deuces. And I was like, hey. <laughs> and then um, I was like, well, shit, I want to be fair. Out. You sound like the weird guy here. <laughs> I wanted to, well, I was at least like, I was trying not to like freak out, but I was like, I wanted to like say hey and like, good luck. You know, I like Ross. And um, so he was like done, like getting his stuff. And I was like, Hey man, I was, I was gonna tell you like good luck, shake your hand or something. He was like, ah yeah, uh, I probably shouldn't, man. You know protocols. And I was like, yeah, whatever, man. Go go kick ass tonight. And he was like, yeah, thanks, man. And he walked off. And I was kind of like, you know, I liked you. I was like, but yeah. I get it. You know, teach their own preferences, whatever they have. You, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was kind of down on that, yeah. but it is what it is. Uh, some other drivers definitely made up for it. Uh, shout out Kurt Busch, dude. Uh, the hospitality over at the monster. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. First of all, Kurt Bush. I mean, we're lucky there weren't any monster girls around. It was insane. <laughs> he went Kurt, out of his way. Dude, Kurt hung out with us, dabbed us up. We sat there and told top strategy, gave him the recipe for a win that he, he almost got. Um, he did call you his lucky charm. Yes. And he did he give us some. You, you were at the race uh, when he won with yeah. your wife, who's a big fan. And yeah. he said, okay, well, I, I guess you're the lucky charm for today. Yeah. Uh, apparently you're not a very good lucky charm because he didn't win, but um, he he survived. He came back. He made a comeback, but he did, he did give us some free beezies. And, uh, and uh, those were the best tasting ones I think I've ever had. Uh, some free monsters on deck. That was cool. Well, we walked around, talked to some other drivers, seen some other, uh, you know, fellow members of the sport. And uh, dude, we're standing there and Tyler Reddick just like goes walking by. And I'm like, dude, Tyler Reddick. Like we got to say something. And we're like, Hey Tyler. And he's like, Took his mask off. Was like, "What's up, dudes?" And he was like the most nonchalant dude. Just hey, he was the on? biggest surprise to me of like how cool he was. I didn't know how he would act or anything. You know, I just don't know. And yeah, yeah he took his mask off, his shades off, everything, so we could like see his face. And he t- stopped and just talked to us for like a good while, like kind of away from his hauler where he probably didn't yeah. have to. He was a gentleman about it. The shit about it. yeah, exactly. He was super nice about it. Um, obviously, have to give. Another shout out to Austin Dillon once again. Got to go hang out at his holler and talk with him. Um, he's really, really nice. That whole family's super nice. Yeah. And uh, obviously, cool, obviously, another big shout out, which something you haven't even mentioned yet, is you got to tour a holler for the well, first time, I believe. That was the first time I've been in a race holler. I mean, we've all seen videos and stuff, but. Uh, shout out to Ryan Priest and his whole team and crew chief. They welcomed us in with open arms. Shook Ryan Priest's hand as soon as I walked in. I was blown away. AC's bumping in that thing. Uh, JTG was rocking. Uh, it's a pretty cool damn hauler. 
go up there, see their, you know, their work tables, where all their stuff is, their computers and everything. And I mean, it was like, dude, these are headquarters. Like these are rolling headquarters. Uh, I mean, I don't even remember the crew chief's name, but he was freaking awesome. Trent Owens. Trent Owens. Yeah. He was the one that gave us the tour and super nice guy. Just, it felt like he wasn't trying to rush us in and out. Cause yeah, like he didn't even have to do that. Tours. He was like, come on in. Yeah. I've and, done all our tours before and they're usually like this for yeah, obvious reasons. Yeah. He seemed like he wasn't rushing us in and out. I mean, he took all of our questions, uh, yeah. answered them as best he could. Like he was super casual, super, super nice dude. So really nice guy, Trent Owens, uh, crew chief for Ryan Priest. And when we walk in the hauler, Ryan Priest is just like standing in the corner eating a sandwich or something in just a T-shirt and jeans. And I stop into a double take. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Thanks. And he has his mouth full and he's just like, oh, yeah, cool. So so (laughs) many drivers, we were just like, I mean, some were, you know, you could tell they had somewhere to go or they're head somewhere and we, you know, couldn't just bombard them. But it was like, hey, man, what's up? And they're like, hey, how's it going? Like just everybody was nice, good time. Uh, man, I was I was just blown away by the whole thing and just how many drivers would be like, hey, yeah, how's it going? Like they were happy to see you or something. I get yeah. got to kind of put your you know friendly face on, but I mean I don't remember really any work day for them. You know, I would yeah. imagine their attitudes are usually like, don't talk to me today. Like I'm going yeah. to work. Like talk to me yeah. tomorrow. Um, but yeah, no one's like that. Pretty much everyone's super super nice and casual. Um, yeah. I mean, Austin sat there and talked stories with us and your dad. I mean, mm-hmm. Matt Benedetto walked by. We said hey to him. Uh, Bob Pockers, oh, oh, Bobby Poo, like he he came <laughs> he came through, to, took a picture with us, and we sat there and talked for a second. I mean, it, it's just, all that you take in. You're just like, man, this is so cool. And like, the thing about Bob too is because I've had him on the show before. I've talked to him. I've talked to him a number of times. Anytime you're on pit road, you see Bob. Obviously. Yeah. Um, the thing that we both mentioned that I appreciated was I I think he's like a pretty big masker, um, which, you know, I don't care one way or the other, but I just appreciated when we asked for the photo, like the uh, selfie, he specifically took the mask down. And I just appreciate that because I'm like, it's such a polite thing to do because obviously we want to see your face in the selfie, you know, with the mask on, it's kind of different. So uh, super nice guy. Uh, We hung out with Eric Esep for a while. Actually, good good friend of the show. It was great to finally meet him. I know you, you know, y'all have been buddies. Were you surprised of how tall he was? Now, like, I remember seeing pictures of people. Posting, I was like, dude, that guy's tall. But when I first saw him there, I was like, yeah, he's like seven foot, man. When and, I uh, first met him, I didn't know he was like tall like that. I, I yeah. just see saw him and Cameron he came over to my apartment and he got out of his like uh, Toyota Corolla <laughs> and he's like seven feet tall. And you're yeah. just like, holy shit. You just yeah. don't, you can't comprehend it until you actually stand next to him. And they seemed like because like he said he was there by himself and stuff too. It seemed like he was like, "Oh, hey, yeah, like thank God you are here. I have someone to talk to you or something." Like right? That. Yeah, I like, think he was know. just like walking around because yeah, he got invited and um. That's why, yeah, I think we hung out with him for a, a good while because yeah, I've just known Eric for a while and so uh, we like hanging out when we can and he's he's a fun dude to hang out with. I like talking with him. Um, yeah. I, I mean, anyone else? Any other shoutouts? I know, like I said, I mentioned Tyler Reddick. That was a big surprise. Once again, I might buy some Reddick merch now because of how nice he was. Like, genuinely, that's all it took. I've- I did, or I did like, or I didn't. There were some drivers, like, when I was walking down, a shout out, or like fist bumps and high five and stuff, but I didn't get a picture because I was like, ah, I just right. want to say hey to him. And, and it, I, it's going like this so quick. Yeah, There's yeah. A driver every two seconds. And you're so like, I did dab up Ryan Blaney. That was cool. Like, I was like, hey, Ryan, what did you? It. 
yeah, Ryan Blaney walked by and he's like, hey, thanks, man. And like, we're just nuts. And I was like, I would have been like, hey, man, what's up with you attacking me on Twitter, dog? Yeah. Uh, it Here was I cool, am now. Man. What's up? <laughs> uh, I said, hey, to Michael McDowell. He said, thanks. I don't think any other drivers. Todd yeah. Dillon was walking around. Yeah, man. was of just like posted up. Just yeah, talk what, to anybody. We got to see Dell Jarrett and uh, Steve Latart yep. down there getting, you know, that's right. up for the show. Yep. Uh, man, it's all that was so cool. When they were doing the um, NBC like on the pit road, that coverage yeah. before the race, we were standing literally just, they were in a, a pit tower and we're right underneath them just watching them. So whenever they're having people come in, they're coming right past us to do their makeup and stuff. And yeah. like, like Dakota said, everybody's super cool down there. So if you just stop and you're like, Hey man, what's up? They'll stop and talk to you. It's, it's really weird. You would think they would kind of have bigger heads about it, but none of them really seem to, they all seem pretty, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner easy going about it yeah uh dude one thing uh oh yeah i remember i remember hanging out with joe and them uh saturday night can't wait to see y'all's content episode i, I was gonna say shout out it. shout out also um yeah they let, me, all- they let me put their cooler at their at their uh setup in the infield for a little yeah. bit so they had one hell of a setup out there in infield between mm-hmm. three and four Blah, gotta hang out with them boys saturday night it was a great time a barn burner event so fun to see you guys, but uh, Joe, damn, he was he went to go look for something outside the track, his mic or something, and he said he was like, "Crap, I like I don't want to walk all the way back." And he's like, "You know, maybe find a ride." And literally, he's like, as he's thinking this, or I, I may be butchering your story, but uh, he said like Ryan Blaney was like, "Come by." He's like, "Hey, Blaney," and he's like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "Can I get a ride?" And he was like, "Yeah, hop on." And <laughs> Ryan Blaney gives him a ride to the damn infield back to his camp. Like, you're never gonna get like. What are the odds of something cool like that happening? Like, he's always going to remember that. Uh, right. Shout out to them guys. That's cool for them. Um, that's what, but that's what creates fans. Like, yeah, I know I know it's probably difficult for drivers. I'm not saying they always should act like that because I would probably be an asshole. Mm-hmm. It's just I think if you were a driver, it is important to kind of keep that in the back of your head. You're like, every time I interact with one of these people, even if I'm pissed off and don't want to, like yeah. that could literally, that one instance could create a fan for life. Right. That's how, and that's like – I mean, honestly, what other drivers are going to see be like, yeah, man, hop on. Like, right. Some drivers be like, no, I can't, or go fuck yourself. Or they probably just kept running, not just waved, you know? I mean, you know, my personal issues with Blaney. If he would have done that to me, I would have bought a shirt the next day. <laughs> I mean, like, what a cool dude. I was totally wrong. Like, I love this guy. I'm buying his merch. So, yeah, just little stuff like that. And I mean, yeah, shout out to the Sundays for NASCAR, by the way, definitely. Like I said, I want to give them a shout out. Uh, check out their episode when they come out with that. They were a lot of fun. It was good getting to meet them. Um, that was another that- thing that was fun. Was like there was a you know a bunch of our friends were at the race. I got to hang out with a bunch of bros. Uh, you know, I got there Saturday earlier and I thought when the Xfinity race. Uh, that was fun. That was fun. You know, go seeing Noah win Saturday race was awesome. Uh, Xfinity series package. <clears throat> uh, Saturday race delivered. You know, and got to hang out with boys. You went outside. I little did I know. I wish you could have been there, but uh, the damn Darlington nightlife on the infield. Uh, don't sleep on it. Uh, 
you know, Nick Rhodes over there, Sunny's for NASCAR, I knew a little spot, and I was like, hey, man, it's my first time Darlington, the Darling, Darley Dega uh, infield experience, and, man, it didn't disappoint. It was a little wild. Yeah, I, knew, I never did a Saturday night infield. In yeah. Well, it's a little, I, I just little. didn't know it was a thing. So oh, you're saying it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, if you're camping in the weekend – Either go camping in the field or, you know, find you a way in there. And uh, it doesn't disappoint, man. I had a great time. I mean, a little it's like a little Dega-esque little taste of it, you know, on a smaller scale. But, man, it just – it was nice. They, I was like, I'm glad I came out here. This was worth it. Because they were they were tenting with just uh, – or they're camping with just tents, right? They didn't have an RV. Yeah, they had tents, but there was like skid row of, you know, RVs and campers and people – So what I'm, what I'm saying is, yeah, if you're – if you're a, a poor person like me in Dakota and you can't avoid afford a RV or camper or something, it shouldn't let you deter yeah. you from just doing the yeah. infield thing. It, it, sounds like that's what the in the infield. it was great, man. I, like those guys had it going on in their campsite. We need, we need to, you know, plan a race next year. If it ain't Dega, you know, do something like, let's do our own little infield experience. I think what I want to do is plan it out with me and you throw money into it. See if we can get some sponsors to throw money into it. And rent a camper and RV. Yeah, that'd be um, so lit. And like do it, do it big. Like yeah. have our own shit going on. Dig a lot. Yeah, yeah. I've been Speakers, I've been wanting to do that pole. for a while. It's just yeah. Oh, uh, I so definitely. Much. I mean, y'all are gonna see me in about 10, 15 years. I'm gonna be the dad with the RV DJing, and it's gonna be wild. <laughs> Nathan's, oh, yeah. Nathan's bringing the barbecue sauce. It's gonna be insane. <laughs> Yeah, no. So it was a it was a great experience in the infield. Um, I know Dakota had a great weekend. Um, also, getting some comments on the camo. Oh, shout Bobby, camo man! Shirt. There you go. Unbuds for life. I mean, Bobby's a big supporter of the show. He's rocking it. Uh, you're yeah, ready yeah. for you're ready for hunting season. I'm ready for Woodstock. Yeah, there it is. Y'all going to Woodstock? No, but I'm wearing a tie dye oh. shirt. Uh, deer season <laughs> open Saturday in Georgia. It's it's a big deal, but uh. Yeah, man, we got we got Bristol in two weeks. That's old Bobby's going, Nathan's going, Olga, everybody but you's going to Bristol. Ed. We're gonna miss you. Maybe next year. Man, I keep saying next year. That's the worst part. Is every yeah. year I say next year. So I'm gonna have to make it happen. I think next year. Next year, maybe you can just drive on up. Yep, yep. Because I definitely want to do Bristol night race. Which, by the way, I I know me and you went up to the grandstands to to watch the rest of the race because. You got to see your first pit stop, like, right in Dude. person. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> oh. So, like, yeah, we were – our thing was we knew, you know, I wanted to go and get my fan on and be actually being stands and watch the race. Right. Uh, that's the only thing is, you know, being down there in the garage and pits is like, man, this is so cool up close. But then it's like, I don't know what the hell's going on around the exactly. track. And, like, the Bowman wreck. Bowman all of a sudden just came on pit road, wrecked, smoking. And I was like, Dude, look, look, what the hell? And we didn't know what happened. But uh, I was like, okay, I was like, if we're going to be down here, I just want to see one live pit stop up close right in my face. And I was blown away. Well, we, were right, we were right at the entrance of pit road, and Kyle Larson had the first pit box. And we were literally like five feet from the guys, and they're going over the wall. Like, they're on the tire. Like, And I'll tell you what, I think pit road speed there was like 55 mile an hour. Well, yeah, that sounds like normal road speed, highway speed. Well, when you're standing there and these guys are just barreling on a pit road, it looks like they're going 100 mile an hour. Yeah. And these guys just jump out in front of the car and go to work. And it was just like I was blown away and seeing the stop up that close and those guys just doing their job. 
and knocking it out. It was insane. Uh, but then we went up stands, man, and got a fan on it. It was, it was, oh man. I had one thing. I was like, if we could like redo it, maybe would have done this. I mean, maybe we would have missed that finish. I was like, you know, when it was like 50 to go, we should have yeah, walked back, going back down. I thought the yeah. same thing, but I, I thought the I same thing, but I didn't want to say anything. I was well, like, I don't know if I don't my know. wife I'm doesn't sure, want to walk or I'm sure our camera girl probably wouldn't have wanted to do that either, but, uh, She's a trooper. She would yeah, have. she did a hell of a job. Shout out, shout out Mama Rattlesnake. Um, dude, it. I was thinking about what because I was watching interviews and I was seeing other people just walking around with their passes. And I was like, we should go back down there. But I was like, yeah. hell, drivers get out of the car. Last thing we'll do is take a selfie with somebody. It's so funny. I thought the exact same thing. But I was, I was looking it. down there because yeah. we're right across from that victory lane yeah. that they turn into. And I was like, we could like just dip down there right now. And yeah. It would take five minutes and we'd be at the yeah. victory lane thing i know we were kind of like ready to go and we were exhausted but i was like how hey, how great is it though being in the grandstands during a night race in the summer like dude, it's the best it's just you said it during the race you were like you can't beat this night it's a night i, race. I turned to you and i was like dude th- how perfect night. is this and hell i you know i was thinking about that too when you said it it's like the first round is three night races in a row boom 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 I thought they oh, were. Doing I didn't this. even think about that. I thought, well, that's what I've seen. I mean, maybe Nathan will correct me. I'm pretty sure Richmond's a night race. Uh, this yeah, week. that's the one I have to double check. But yeah, definitely Bristol. So, I didn't even think about that. You but know. they they've been doing Richmond day races. Really, I don't think anybody's a fan of uh, Richmond. I, to my whole life has been a night race, and I like it a night race. Uh, I think last year was supposed to be a night race, and it got rained out uh, to a Sunday race. But I don't know. I race are the best, which one since three. Richmond is a night race. Thank you. Uh, I would argue, yeah. especially when they're the in South Carolina. The first three races of the playoffs are night races, which is just that's like badass. That Don makes up for all the road courses. Dude, <laughs> Richmond, Bristol, like that's three triple threats. Like that oh. is a great, great time. Oh. Uh, my one this buddy, lineup, Jay this lineup is perfect. This oh, is what we always wanted. <laughs> my one buddy, Jay Guap's going to all three. I don't know. He's he's a madman, but I'm like, dude, I couldn't pull that off, but that'd be fun as hell to go to three night races in a row. Uh, I, I, I don't know what the total is in night races in the whole season, but you just can't beat it, man. You just can't. I've beat never it. been to Richmond, but I feel like it's probably a lot of fun. Also, Dude, especially it for is. a night race. I think Nathan, me and Nathan went in sixteen. Was it sixteen? No, no, it was eighteen. I can't remember. One of the teens doesn't make a difference to me. Yeah, we went and dude, it was in Richmond. I mean, we'll, we'll save that for next week. But Richmond, uh, yeah. Or we'll later episode Richmond, this week, obviously. but Richmond is a fun track. Uh, Bristol is Bristol. Uh, man, anyways, right. night races, first round of playoffs. Let's jump into Darlings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so on top of the fan experience we had, which was top tier, um, I mean, legendary, memorable. Uh, on top of that, the race itself, dude. Holy shit. The I was a little Falcon. worried about the people watching it at home because there wasn't a lot of passes, like specifically for the lead. And I'm like, man, I hope people are enjoying this because I'm loving this race here. And we've discussed that. There's almost always a disconnect between the fans at the track and how much they enjoy the race and the fans yeah. at home and how much they enjoy it. So I was a little nervous. And then I saw Jeff Gluck's tweet and it was over 90%, the best Dude, voted best one race of, of the year, year. so far. Uh, right. I agree. I totally agree with that. I mean, I'm, it was a damn good race uh, and backed up after Daytona and then the Michigan race before. I was going to say good. Michigan right before that. We got some <laughs> momentum going here. This was a great freaking race. It but, might just be the best season yet. Dude, 
Fox is like so slamming their fist. Yeah, like, like, we said this. We've been saying this the whole time. All it took uh, was Fox to get out of. <laughs> yeah. So this man, these races have been getting freaking good. Shout yeah. out 750 package. Yeah. I thought though, I mean, it was cl- it was like a classic Darlington. Um, I, I know it was, it was a long race, 500 miles. Some people complain about that, but it is what it is. That's what that makes it hard. It's, I love the it's, 500. It's at the Lady in Black. It's mm-hmm. too tough to tame. You know, these cars were sliding all over the place. People, people slapping the fence and still coming off next to somebody. And it was, oh. man, how awesome is and this? We, was, right where we were at coming off turn four, it was just a perfect angle to see these guys chaos. literally just sliding sideways around I saw Larson in stage two leading. And he came off, and I thought he was about to spin out. He came off yeah. and was just like sideways. Stop sideways. Straightened it out and kept going, and I was yep. like, dude, yes. Every time there was guys battling coming out of four, one of them closest to the wall was almost sideways. Tire <laughs> fall awesome. off. Yeah. Darlington slipping and sliding. We had the interesting turn two patch. Uh, that was kind of neat, but uh, I don't really know how much it affected the I know. race. I, I, we didn't get to hear, obviously, the broadcast, but I was interested. I was like, I wonder if they're talking about this at all. Yeah. There was beating and banging too. I mean, look at yeah. Chase Hill. Look at William Byron cutting the tire. Uh, look at Kevin Kyle Larson finishing the race. You know, yeah, Larson selling it in there NASCAR heat style. It was a yeah. uh, man. It was a good old fashioned Darlington race. I mean, look at the car. The car that won. His car's beat the shit. Donuts, wall scrapes all over it. It's gonna be a great race version for a Hamlin fan. Man, this was this was a good one. This was definitely one where it's like. Yeah, it should have been there because this is one to remember. This is this is one I'm gonna I'm happy that I can yeah. look back and be like I was at that race. I literally like after the race. race, Hamlin, you know, got her done. He was in the top five of the whole race. But I looked, and I said, I I'm not even upset. At Hamlin, I'm right. not. I know he, we both said that. I was like, that's fine. It's his yeah. first win of the season, by the yeah. way, which is insane. Uh, yeah. And his first win of the season comes on the first playoff race. Yeah, and uh, that race was like. Probably the best race of the whole year. Hamlin's got something cooking, especially off the week he had last week uh, with all his drama. I mean, as a, I mean, swinging past his knees, bro. That thing is. The Hamlin's on fire. I think uh, Hamlin's automatically a favorite. Perhaps uh, he's got consistency now. He's going to lock some wins. I wouldn't mean. I wouldn't doubt this is his last win of the year. Um, I would definitely put him in the final four. Yeah, I mean. It mixes it up. <laughs> it definitely mixes it up with how he performed tonight. I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to get it done. I figured he would make it to probably the round of eight just because of his consistency. I was like, I just don't know if he'll even get a win this year. But yeah. he did it, and now it changes everything because he's been so good this season. Uh, we've just kind of counted him out because he didn't have a win. But now that he's proven he can get the win in the playoffs with his consistency yeah. – you're right. He might be a heavy contender for that final four spot. Well, everyone talks about, you know, Denny, Denny chokes, Denny in high pressure situations, Denny kind of doesn't take advantage of it. And uh, I mean, maybe it's time, maybe one last time he turns it around. I don't know. He did not let up. Larson was, Larson was throwing everything he could at him on those that, I mean, almost all of stage three, (laughs) you know, for a long time, Larson's running right up against the wall, doing everything he can to keep, to catch up to Hamlin. Um, I don't know what the times were because in the broadcast, I'm sure they mentioned that it seemed like he would move up a little bit, fall back a little bit. I mean, he just couldn't get Hamlin. Like it was just impossible. Hamlin was running perfect the whole time uh, at the end of stage three, no one was going to catch him. Oh no, dude. Um, I mean, it was literally like Larson was catching a little, but then, 
you know, he'd mess up. But then, like, he was coming, but he was running out of time. Uh, Hammond was consistent the whole night. He was top five the whole night up there. And the same, same as him, the five and the 42, those guys were class of the field. Uh, we did see some, you know, some crazy chaos in this race. There was quite a number of cautions, but the playoff drivers seemed to bring grenades with their damned haulers with them. Uh, yeah, I mean, there were some cautions that helped some breaks there. Uh, definitely helped Kevin out at one time. Um, mm-hmm. It seemed like every playoff driver had a Houdini working magic in, on the track because it was not kind to the playoff drivers. I think only like a few of them didn't have mistakes. Yeah, everybody had mistakes. I mean, yeah. at, <laughs> at one point in the race, each person in the top 10, I think I said, oh, I don't know if they'll you know finish well tonight at some point throughout that race because Dude. everybody was making – I mean, it, not even – necessarily their fault mistakes but you know shit was just happening to every car and the third okay the 48 the 48 slaps it up in the fence hits his buddy then the 24 hits him they tear up their shit right off the rip i think it's like lap eight all of a sudden we get a restart this is when we were walking up the stands 34 loses off two and just demolishes the inside wall he's done two guys having troubles i think the 19 sped on pit road four has a loose wheel a flat tire at the end the nine creams the right front. Twenty-four blows blows right front. Both of them into one. I think all of Hendricks put a car in the wall uh, <laughs> in this race. Um, I mean, who else? Kurt late race gets tire rub, has to pit like before the final restart, and drives his balls off back to the top six. A lot of guys did, you know, redeem themselves. Um, eight started off strong, but he kind of he kind of just uh, you know fell off there late. The ten was he was up in the top ten for a bit, but. Some guys just faded off. Um, right. Austin Dillon, I know he was having car problems. And then on top of that, the failed inspection when he had to start from the back. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Yeah, they're already behind the trigger. Um, right. There's, I mean, there was so many. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I I'm missing. I think Christopher Bell faded late, too. He was up in the top three at one point, and he was willing. Hey, shout out Stock Car Spec. My boys up north. I mean, uh, I bet. I mean, okay. So who were some of the out too? That we forgot Blaney. Who were some of the drivers? Um, 
that really impressed you? We know Denny Hamlin won. We know Kyle Larson. Dude, I don't just know. Threw which, it out there for a second, so like those aren't necessarily a surprise. But I'm just uh, the top ten is wild. With it's riddled with guys that aren't in the playoffs. I don't know who I'm more impressed by. the The fact that Ross Chastain almost had a chance, or like almost won this race, or the fact that Corey LaJoy was up there boxing in the top seven. Hey. Uh, I mean, like I was just saying, is I don't. I think those two take the cake for Ross almost getting wind, showing incredible speed. He was up there pushing Larson and Hamlin late at the race. I thought they were all three going to have a chance. Um, but Corey Joy, I think, kind of takes it for me. I know they faded late and kind of finished fifteenth, which is still a great finish for Spire Motorsports. But LaJoy at one point, Kevin had his tire trouble, so he moved to seventh, and he was running down Chase Elliott in six, like straight up. No bullshit. Corey LaJoy was wheeling and dealing and catching a Hendrix car. And it was like, the boy can drive. Uh, I mean, I've always been a, you know, shoe fan. Shout out Nathan is like, I like Corey LaJoy. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see him, you know, get a shot at me. Either, either Spire's coming along with some equipment or maybe he moves up and gets a better ride. I don't know. Uh, but I like Corey and it was awesome to see the little engine that could up there boxing with the big boys. Ross Chastain, super impressive run. He was in the top. He, Remember, you were like, dude, watch the 42. That's what I was just going to mention. Yeah. And he was motoring through the field. And uh, so he, like, the 42 was flying, gets all the way up in top 10. I'm like, yeah, he's all the way up in top five. And I'm like, I was like, I was like, I was like do you take tires? Is he on tires or something? What the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I'm blown away. Shout out to our spec boys up north. Let's do something. Uh, um, yeah. Chastain, I, man. I was essentially going to say the same thing. My, I had two that I wanted to mention was uh, Ross Chastain finishing P3. But I think because Austin was all over the place, Austin Dillon from the front to a top 10. And I, I like watching my driver. And so yeah. because I'm watching him, I get to see kind of the faster rides passing him. <laughs> like Let's yeah. just be blunt about it. That's what I was watching. And yeah, every once in a while I'd point out to you, like who's making these moves 42 early on. I pointed out, I was like, dude, he, that equipment is insane because he is just driving past everybody. Well, I remember and before Kurt's he, problems, they were both in the top five. Ganassi, like, Ganassi cars were in the top five. And I was so like, that, that, was the, that was the second driver I was going to mention. Oh, okay. Kurt. Yeah, <laughs> because um, the same thing with Kurt. Man, we thought his day was over. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just, I was watching him passing everybody and this is when austin was finally having a good run i remember i yelled at you i was like what the hell happened to kurt he's in the back right we thought we thought he was done and we thought austin was done i, I guess that's another shout out he finished top 10 um blew me out of, out of the water i thought he was completely done austin finally uh was having a comeback there in stage three and at one point in that comeback while austin's passing drivers slowly mind you but he's passing them i see kurt just kind of pulling away from people and i'm like what is going on and this is the very end of the race and kurt's just picking yeah. up ground if there's a late so, race restart dude kurt's coming i don't know what was up with that team's equipment <clears throat> that night but they were on one but yeah. <laughs> like that that whole team's equipment was just yeah ganassi something. brought brought the big show uh mm-hmm. they definitely have those cars hooked up um chris busher was up there like late race restart he was like fourth i think he fell back to uh Ninth, but I mean, hey, good run for that 17 team. I remember Ryan Priest was up to ninth at one point. That I, I mean, just probably because he hit us. 
Um, I was I, just going to mention that Priest uh, finished in uh, what twelfth, twelfth, and his crew, his crew chief Trent Owens said yeah. if they got like a top fifteen finish, they'd be happy with the night. Yeah. And so I think we were actually the lucky charms pretty much for every driver that we had full conversations with. We were lucky charms. Yeah. Austin Dillon top 10. Uh, what did Kurt Busch finish? Uh, fifth or six. six. Okay. Um, hey, and I'm Ryan just... priest 12th. I mean, I think we're the lucky charms for all these guys. I mean, I think the four actually showed some speed. Uh, went up there and led some laps. They had some, something cooking over there in the four camp, uh, came back for a fifth, which is and after this year is a freaking good run for that guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think anybody that came out in contact was uh, pretty stoked to have a good day. So seems like you need to just except, except Tyler Reddick. Yeah. Well, he, he went talk, up there and he, he talked, talked to us five, for a so while. That, that and yeah, I don't know what happened. I feel like if I was watching on TV, they might have mentioned something. Yeah. But. It just seemed like there, there was definitely guys that had a good handle in the daylight and as the Freaking awesome! There's yep. there's nothing like a Darlington sunset as the race transitions. Oh, it's yeah. always freaking gorgeous. Yep. And uh, if you haven't seen for yourself, definitely make sure you see it in the upcoming years. And nothing beats it, man. Uh, but yeah, as it's, it's from, like pink and orange, it's, it's a just, freaking it's painting, awesome. dude. Yeah. So as it transitioned from day to night, you could definitely tell like some of the guys faded the back, some of the guys from the back came to the front, which is awesome to see. Like who had the setup. Who could handle the track through the night? It's too tough to tame. They always say it. It, it we got to see it firsthand. So it was an incredible race. A lot of surprises from a lot of drivers that have done well this season. This whole season's been kind of a surprise. But we got to, I think, deep dive into the lice, the Larson dive bomb at the yeah. end. Because <laughs> okay, that's man. what this whole race, it was it, kind of what I was saying about Daytona. The whole race was incredible. The ending with the wreck kind of like just brought it down Spiced a little bit for me. No, I didn't like the I didn't like the wreck at the end of the day. Oh, about Daytona, yeah, 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 yeah. It that. kind of like killed it a little bit for me. All the momentum. This was the opposite. Yeah. This was a great race and ended on a, just a wild note. Yeah, that actually worked out, and I was like satisfied. I didn't even it. think like me and you kept leaving each other like four to go, three to go, two to go. Like I was like, he ain't gonna get him. He's not gonna do he it. Ain't gonna we get it. Yeah, like. He's and not I was making like, up the time. I was yeah. like, if Larson gets there, I doubt he does anything. You know, they're buddies. And I was like, he ain't going to get him. He can't catch him. And then all of a sudden, I was paying attention to Kevin's flat tire deal last lap. But he then he said, fuck it. Yeah. I just, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of looked up and we were, everybody's freaking out. And Larson yeah. just slammed it in the wall and was still catching him. That was the thing. Like the right. wall slowed him down none. And he just <laughs> he was on his ass. I was like, oh, he actually might pass. The 11 block, he almost got it. 11 blocks, right. and he punts the 11 and gets him loose. And then he still almost got to his outside, railing yep. it off the wall. Yep. It kind of reminded me a little Kurt Ricky Craven deal. Like it was, it was something. It was better than them just going in there, nose to tail, and nothing happened. It, it right. made it, ooh, everybody jumped up and screamed, like, holy crap. I like, love the fact that Larson just said, fuck it. Oh, big ball. This is my only opportunity to win. I'm yeah. I'm wrecking the car. Well, that's the thing. There's nothing. We've got nothing to lose. Right. Uh, it was awesome. I literally thought to myself, I was like, I don't. Ross was kind of far back at that point, but I was like, what if he'd hit the eleven and spun him? And then like, Ross, he's in yeah. the wall, and Ross passed him or something. That's that kind of what I was thinking when he was in the wall. I was like, oh yeah. shit, this is gonna be a wreck. And yeah. Ross is just far enough back to like take the low line and just get past him. Yeah, I don't know, man. It just what 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 a shoulda coulda or something, but it was awesome to see Larson make it interesting. 
and great for media content, great for pictures and videos. It made it spicy. And then my only question would be like, do you think Rick Hendrick is upset about it? Because he's like, you didn't have to do that. You're going to finish second anyway. Like, why did you destroy my car? Or do you think he's like, yeah. Or do you think he's just like, I love the balls on this guy. Like Chase Elliott doesn't do that. He doesn't just throw his car in the wall to try to get a win. I mean, I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. I, I, I mean, I've seen all the stuff washing it out, and his crew's like, man, way to go for it. Left it all on the track. Right, I mean, right. It seems like they're just happy he tried. Rick Hendrick was in, that, was in that um, pit tower, so. Yeah. Hey, we were standing five feet from a billionaire. It was pretty cool. We were right underneath him. Uh, and we pointed it out. We yeah. pointed it out early before when the race just started how interesting it was that he was at Larson's and yeah. not Chase Elliott's. I always wondered that with all owners, like when they're in, when they have multiple teams. Does that this. does that solidify the fact that Larson runs that team now? Like, oh, for that's sure, the dude. guy. I've never that's... seen the well. Back to the Mark Martin Kellogg's days. Like I've, it's been a minute since this five car has been on rails like this. And yeah, well, they're they're safe it's team halfway. To I was like, well, I guess it's Larson's race. Who's going to finish second? But uh, so that there was some very awesome strategy in the stage three, like. There, you had guys that were taking three top stops and guys are going to try mm-hmm. to make it on two. Right. And it, it def, definitely divvied up the running order and kind of what's going to go on. And then the Blaney spin just put that in the bed and was like, okay, now we got a shootout for 50 laps. This is going to be good. Well, and that was something I mentioned during the race because I noticed it was hard to get passes. Uh, it's Darlington. You know, that's yeah. expected. But, you know, you have to struggle to make passes there, especially because if somebody's just on the high line and they're running well, it's like it takes so long, so many laps to finally get around them. And so I think that just makes pit stops that much more important. Um, specifically, yeah. one of the pit stops I was watching when Austin Dillon was trying to get past Bubba and he just was not doing it. Yeah. Uh, but he was faster off pit road and made the pass on pit road. And then Bubba never passed him again. And I was like, that's how you got to do it sometimes. One thing I noticed was like, uh, like, like, just like you're saying, I remember. I think it was like Chase Elliott, Kevin, or no, it was Kevin, Chase Elliott, then Kurt Busch. And Kurt pit a lap ahead of them because I was watching that battle going. Kurt pitched a, pit a lap ahead of them yeah. and came out, and then they came exactly to pit, what you're about. And then yeah. nine passed the four on pit road, and I was like, dang it. Like nine had a good stop. Kevin was conservative. And then when they came out, Kurt was ahead of both of them. And I was like, that one lap of fresher grip, he gained that much speed on those guys. And whether one lap made a difference later on, I don't, I, I very doubt it. But it's like, it was almost like whoever got to pit road first made up time on the guys ahead of them, which was, yeah, I noticed from the stands. I don't really know how what went on after that, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, to my point, what I was saying earlier was Rick Hendrick choosing Kyle Larson, I feel like solidified, at least for me, visually seeing it is like Larson yeah. is control of this team now. How how has that got to feel as Chase Elliott or a Chase Elliott fan to know that you were the golden boy? You were the guy that just won the championship. You are the most popular driver in NASCAR. You should be like the new Jeff Gordon of Hendrick. Like, you should be the guy. And out of nowhere, Kyle Larson, who had, what, like three wins previously, is now the golden boy and taking over the team. And then I've seen people ask him that in interviews, and they're like, He's like, oh no, no, I mean, we're all friends here, and it's like, of course, he is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, he is your reigning defending champ, but it's like, hey, that new kid on the block is like kicking ass and taking. Right. I see crazy ass Chase Elliott fans be like, 
this is bullshit. Hendrix giving the five the good stuff. The nine. I've seen that a lot. Yeah, I've like, seen a lot of people say that. Dude, they're all working their ass off. I'm trying to make the fastest cars they have. Shut up. Uh, but it is. And also to that note, if they are right, I don't think they are. But let's just say their theory is correct. Then they have to admit that last year Chase Elliott had way better equipment than all of his teammates, and that's the only reason he won a championship. I if think that's that, the argument they want to make. I think that championship race was horseshit. The nine was back, <laughs> two laps yeah. back in the whole field. We can. Uh, that's a whole other conversation. Oh yeah, but um, man, uh, so I think Larson is the golden boy, dude. Like mm-hmm. he is taking the throne over there. I just think. I mean, as much as I'm like, I like Larson, but then kind of the success and the you know bandwagon that's coming with it, that's kind of made me salty. Where I'm like. I'm That's going to happen with any great I'm driver. I'm glad though. he's doing it, but I'm like, man, come on. Uh, but after the year Larson had last year to totally come back and just kick ass, I if he wins a championship, I want him to be just throwing a middle finger out, his burnout. I just think it would be so cool. Uh, <laughs> like, just I do, big, big I do think – I, I mean, he is getting a, a bit more of a bandwagon fan base now. I think people are finally catching on. But – that's going to happen with any driver that's that good. Oh yeah. I think the things I do like about Larson is he doesn't really talk much like in the press. He doesn't seem to care much about any of that stuff. No. And he's just an incredibly like raw talented driver. Like that's all he wants to do is just drive. And so I appreciate that. If he's our champion, I I, I think I'd be happy because he's just a dude that I think loves driving cars. Oh yeah. He definitely will have earned it. Uh, but you know, right. getting there's one thing. When it's another, we'll all see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, one more quick shout out. We are brought to you by Yeats. That is yeatsofficial.com. 10% discount code Chairgaten. If you get these sunglasses, you will randomly get compliments from NASCAR drivers. and NASCAR drivers will think you look cool as shit. So yes. if you want to get you know compliments from your favorite NASCAR driver, get you a pair of Yeats. Also... You know, stay tuned on the medias the next couple weeks. See us at uh, upcoming races. You might be getting, you know, might be some shout outs and giveaways coming your way. There might be some stay giveaways. Tuned. We might, might have something up our sleeves. and follow in the comments. Yeah, we might have something working up our sleeves right now. Got some social giveaways yeah. for some of these sexy shades. Uh, we're also brought to you by Yeti. Hey. Use our link in the description below if you want to buy anything Yeti to keep your shit cold. Um, it's the best at keeping your shit cold. Maybe that should be their new slogan. Yes, best at keeping your shit cold. Yeti, the best at keeping your shit cold. What do you got? Yeti, the Yeti boys. The Yeti boys. <laughs> Let's go. And uh, we're sponsored by them, so we won't get copyright claims for calling yeah, ourselves the I, Yeti boys. That's a good yeah. one. The Yeti boys are back at it. I kind of like that. We need to the start Yeti working boys, Yeti more. In. Yeti boys are eating beers at the chair gating. So... Would you say Denny Hamlin is now... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's winter time. 
when temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. A favorite to make it to the Final Four? I And I'll, like, Nathan and I always joke about being, uh, ooh, like I mean, if I don't. You, I don't know why Dakota hasn't got you a pair of Utes already. That's on Jesus. him. Y'all uh, live by each other. I. I'm sorry. That's that's your boy. He should have already hooked you up. So, I hate when people are like, "Oh, da da da." They like Michael McDowell won the 500s. He's a favorite for the championship. Like, no, okay, let's pump the. Bass. All right, there's a bit of a difference though. Kyle Larson. <laughs> Kyle Denny Larson's Hamlet. won five races. He's your favorite. It's like, well, we all saw how that went last year. Uh, it's like, dude, I hate when people do this. However, Denny, you know, almost won in this regular season championship, been super consistent. I totally would bet money that he would make it to the final four. Yeah. Uh, it's really about making it the round of eight. I feel like half it's half the playoffs is just like get to the round of eight, and the round of eight is the nitty gritty. I think we should switch right. the round of one, round one, and round three, just switch them. I don't know, Martinsville is pretty good. But I think Darlington and Richmond Bristol would be just as good. Right. Um, but I I kind of hate that it's like uh, Kansas, Texas, Texas. Martinsville. Yep. <laughs> right. Uh, but it is what it is. Making it through those three races, you make it and you're in. Uh, I love the playoff format. I think it's awesome. Uh, but I think Hamlin's good at just about all the tracks. So I think, I mean, I'd put money on it. Nathan likes to give himself credit for things that nobody else heard. Um, yeah, yeah, he does that. <laughs> okay, so there's ha- Hamlin. What about Kyle Bush? So, and then Where's I Kyle Bush at now. I also seen this. Like people were like, Kyle's done. He ain't even gonna make it around eight. It's like <laughs> Kyle can very, very, very well win. Tell me the next you don't. Races. Tell me you've never watched a full NASCAR season without telling me is when you say Kyle Bush won't make it. He's done. Yeah. Because that's uh, just an insane statement to make. You can't count the guy out ever. Yeah, no, ever. never. And we always say it too: is never, ever, ever. If that eighteen, if the wheels are rolling, do not count them out. Never. I've seen him almost win races with right. shit cars. I've seen right. him wreck and win races. It never count eighteen out. Never um, count him out. That's just be, that's Kyle Busch. He'll be a that's threat all the way to the finale. I think. Um, I mean, do you want to do you want to try to talk about who you think's in and out of the first round? I think we should a hundred percent jump into that. So first I, I can just say the, the, the currently the four that are out that are sitting out right now. Um, I I've had, I have it written down here is Alex Bowman with zero points. I'm in um, Redeker, tied. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not sure how that works because on so, the website it has Bowman technically out and Redick in, but they both have zero points. Point, I think it's point wise that like if this was the final race, it would be point wise, they're tied, but whoever had that best average finish of the three race or best finish of the three races would advance. Okay. Okay. So, like right now, they're tied, but Reddick finished better at Darlington than Bowman did. So, that's how that works. Okay. So, yeah, Bowman's the first out with zero points. Yeah. And then Kyle Bush, minus two points. So, two points out. That's a, st- that's a stage finish and you're back in it. Kind of that, and that's the thing is, I, I guess I should just mention right off the bat is um, 
I would put money on Kyle Busch winning a race. <laughs> like, yeah. And even if he doesn't, he's going to get stage wins. I mean, he the guy's six, in. Six Richmond wins and eight Bristol wins. Every other driver that's in the playoffs right now is, is talking to their team, especially the guys lower, like um, Amarola, Tyler Reddick, you know, those guys kind of near the bottom. And they, I think they all agree, like, hey, Kyle Busch is getting in. So who's the next one out? Yeah. Race because, 18 hard, my boy. Right, because we can just kind of assume, even though he is technically currently out, if I mean, yes, there's he, more races, and he will not – I don't think he'll wreck every single race. He's probably getting in. After that, it's William Byron, nine points out. That That's where it's a bit more of a drop. Yeah. It's but still see, like, early. Like, I doubt it could happen. Who knows how strategy happened. But if, like, William Byron gets a second or third and – in the first stage at Richmond and Reddick gets none. I mean, that just like the, now he's only two, you know, and, and this is a part I love about stage racing is these points can change to, in the first stage, second stage. Like you don't have to wait to the end and be like, all right, how'd the points end up? Like the, through the race, the points change. Like it's right. You gotta watch the whole race to see. And these guys that are lower on the list are really going to be combating for stage finishes. Yeah, they're like, going to be wins obviously are huge, but guys like Tyler Reddick and Alex Bowman and William Byron, they're like, yeah. dude, if I can get one or two stage wins, like I'm in. Yes. Like, a win locks me in, but points wise, yeah. if I can get some stage wins, I think I'm secure. So, I mean, we're going to be seeing crazy battles just throughout the race. And then last but not least is uh, Michael McDowell, 20 points out. Kind of saw this one coming. <laughs> You know. I really hate that, like, they, you know, they had that breakout 500 win, got them in. It's cool. It's awesome for that team. Huge money for that team. Great exposure. Good for loves. But then, right. yep. like, hey, here's your shot, boy. Let's see what you got. Like, mm-hmm. you're in the, you made it to the playoffs. Let's <laughs> right. go. And right away. <laughs> smashes right. the inside wall. And, I mean, he was up like in, that. like, seventh. He was, like, up. He was That's running. true. He looked. Yeah. He passed good cars in the t- first twenty five laps, man. Like he was racing, and I was. I said, "Look at McDowell, dude. He's pa- like, mm-hmm. right. he's up in here." And who knows where he would have finished? But right. I just hate they kind of never even had a chance from here. Shit, like, at this point, if he would have finished the race, he he might. I mean, yeah, he could. What, what did oh, Reddick yeah. finish? Like sixteenth or something? I, yeah. I mean, so uh, and I mean, Reddick's he, in. If he could have just had a normal day, like right, he might have been 20, in. He could have had some good, you know, better points than them other guys could have had. Uh, I hate it for him, man. I hate he wrecked okay, so, kind of out so, before he started. So then tell me, you do yours and then I'll do mine. Tell me the four drivers you think will not be making the playoffs <sighs> then into the next round. And you can explain why it, if you want or just uh, say. I kind of find it crazy, too, that, you know, they're, you know, Hendricks this year, every Hendrick car is kicking ass. They all got wins and shit. But then, you know, here we are looking at two Hendrick cars in the bottom right now. Yep. Uh, uh, trust me, I'm going to discuss this. I kind of find that a little like, ooh, damn, y'all kind of jumped the gun, didn't you? Um, but to be fair, it's after one race. It's, it's after so, one race. So we. So I think everybody's going to be slinging for the fences. And I hate to say it because some of these guys were really cool to us. Right. I think McDowell's out. Unless McDowell does some crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. I think it was fun having you here. You know, get your back, get your goodie bag, and we'll see you on the next one, bud. Um, I think McDowell's a given. I'm sorry. Uh unless like uh, I, that's the thing too, is like unless I think the Byron runs better than Bowman, but you like Bowman's capital he's, he's got three wins this year. 
So Bowman is like totally. Trust me, I have a whole conversation laid out about Bowman the is totally movement. like yeah. luck, lucked into some wins when it mattered, but that's how you do it. Uh, but I'm not seeing the consistency. Got three there. wins this year. I feel like people forget that. I'm not seeing the consistency there to like go get stage points, go get mm-hmm. stage wins. Yep. But Byron, I do see him running some top fives. Uh, so McDowell's out. I'm gonna say Bowman's out. I'm going to say Bowman doesn't make okay. it. kind of yep. sucks because he wide in the fence, and that's his own damn fault. And mm-hmm. that'll be a huge token out because he has. if he goes the next round, he's still got those three playoff wins to transfer into the next round. So that's a big that's a big hitter out if he does, doesn't make it. And then I'm going to say it. I don't. I'm rooting for old little Reddick, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I think Reddick's not going to have the finishes or points to advance. Um, you know, they show speeds early, however – Reddick's a Bristol boy. He knows how to get around there, and uh, he might have, bring a piece to Bristol and you know, be in a must-win situation. We'll see. I uh, think Reddick's out, and I think Almirol is out. I think uh, I'm not. 18 is going to make it. He's going to kill it. Uh, so I'm going to say Almirola doesn't have the finishes he needs, and the 10, 8, 48, and 34 are okay, out. So my list and your list is almost identical, which really? is not surprising. I mean, given the guys that are on the list, I think we – we can look at the list without even doing any deep diving and say, you know, these four or five guys, let's be real, you know, compared to the champion drivers we have over here. So first of all, Mike McDowell, like you said, I, sorry, dog. Like I love that you're there and I hope I'm wrong for whatever reason, but mm-hmm. I just, if I'm, if I'm having to make a list and make mine predictions, you are the first to go because you're already the bottom of the car, you yeah. know what I mean? Even if you were just inside the cutoff line, I'd probably still pick you. And I don't mean to be rude. That's just how it is. Um, next I had, and I have this in order of, I think even points wise where people are going to end up, uh, Eric Amarola. He's my next out. Okay. Um, he's, he is in above the cutoff line, but only at plus three. So like literally one like, race changes that from you know? ninth to 15th, like one stage flips all that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you know, Amarola, he finished the race and he did look pretty good, but um, I just don't, I don't see it happening. I, don't, I think that's kind of self-explanatory at this point, based on the season he's had next one out is going to be Tyler Reddick. Like you said, I would love to see Reddick do well. I'd love to see him get a win. Cause that's, I think what he's going to need. Uh, I just don't know. He hasn't got to win this season. I don't know if it's going to, it's going to come all of a sudden in the next two yeah. races. He's barely in because he's has zero points. One race could knock him out. Um, and I, yeah, I'm just not confident that he can finally pull off a win. And then last but not least, and this is where we differ, William Byron. Ooh, I'm saying Willie, I'm saying Willie B because okay, he has been really consistent this year, which could you know strengthen your argument for why he might get in because he could get some stage points, stuff like that. Yeah, but. He's currently last, second to last in points, which is not a good place to be. And Bowman has three wins this season. And you're okay. right. We haven't really seen it from him much lately, but he does have three wins. And, and one of them was at Richmond. That's what I was just going to say. Oh, sorry. We're <laughs> literally headed to the track that he has one of those three wins at. Even if he doesn't get a win, let's say he gets a top five. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of points oh, that we're looking huge. at. Um, yeah. And then after that, we're heading to a track where two guys won last year that were kind of on my list of possibilities, Kevin Harvick and Brad Kozlowski. I think those two dudes are heavy contenders at Bristol. And I, cause I was looking at both of them and I was like, where are they going to end up? 
but they're heavy contenders at Bristol. We're going to and Bristol Richmond. right after Richmond. It does have Ri- and Ri- Richmond, yeah. right? I, well, Richmond was my Bowman example, so I'm moving on. But it, so I, what I was left with was William Byron. Honestly, I'm just not sure. Given the next two races, William Byron is in a situation to like win either of those. Whereas I see Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick, uh, and Brad Kay as a much more likely to win. Yeah. And uh, hell, like Nathan's talking about right there is um, with the, I don't know what the qualifying order is for Richmond yet, but some of these cats with all that bad luck from Darlington are starting in the rear for Richmond. So that first stage points, like they're to get, there's going to be guys already up yep, there that's in true. position to get stage points and them guys trying to fight to get up. I mean, whoever has the setup, right. Uh, they're going to have to capitalize on a good first stage to get yeah. up there and try to get some points. I think the name of the game in the first round always is just don't fuck up. Race it really flag, is. Just really survive is. and, you know, get a good day and get out, and you will transfer the second round. If you fuck up, you wreck, you screw up, you're done. It's over. Um, yeah, unless that's, we're making these predictions, but, I mean, who knows? Maybe Kyle Busch literally <laughs> DNFs the next well, two well, races. That's another thing. It's, like, it's what a if possibility. Kyle, that's what we always talk about, too, even with, like, the final race. It's like, what if Kyle sells it in lap 13 and blows right front, creams it, and now – he goes into Bristol like minus 48 or something. Right. Like it's a possibility. It yep. really is. I and mean, we're making predictions here of what we've seen based on our experience of watching the races and like what we can expect from these guys. But yeah, like you said, with NASCAR, it's so hard to predict because Kyle, Kyle Bush could literally wreck out both the next two races. It's a very possible. One of those races is fucking Bristol, Bristol night race. I mean, who race. knows what's going to happen there? Yeah. Oh, I, was, I, I love the playoffs. Always, I've been a fan of it since I was a kid. And, you know, to the old Winston haters, I, I hate it. I'm sorry. Uh, this is awesome. This is prime time, game seven moment. Like I'm enjoying it. Nut up or shut up. you got to perform ten weeks in a row and bring it. Yeah, I uh, agree. Um, I know a lot of people that hate the playoffs. I feel like some of our direct fans and audience doesn't like the playoffs. Yeah, And that's cool. I, I totally understand what y'all are saying, and I see your point of view, uh, but I'm kind of leaning more with the code on this one because yeah. this playoff situation right now excites me, and I find it interesting, and I like following it. So, yeah, I think I'm pro playoff. Oh, oh definitely. It's the best thing that's ever happened. There you go. Nathan oh. gave us another one. Uh, he wrecked lap one at Bristol in 2018. Perfect example. Yeah. Bristol is a track. Came back and wrecked Martin Truex. Yep. I was going to say Bristol is a track, though, that you can get wrecked and finish the race top five because it's Bristol. So, yeah, it'll be man. It'll be exciting. We did it. Uh, we, got, we got some more races coming up, man. I'm stoked. The playoffs are here. The playoffs are officially here. We got to watch <sighs> the first one in person. Yeah. On pit road, um, I think that's everything. I yeah. I hope we didn't miss something. I know we missed something to talk about about being at the race, um, and so if we did, we'll mention it later. Don't uh, get it just, don't get in concession lines. You'll miss the race. It was just so much shit to um to keep up with and to remember. Everything's just going on, so it was a great time. I'm glad you enjoyed it. We'll definitely have another episode this week. I say definitely. Half the time we just shit comes up in our lives. We should be able to. I think we, we should. should be able to. I, I would say we'll sh- we'll be shooting for uh, Thursday or and or Friday somewhere in there, um, and then in that episode we'll talk about like actual Richmond predictions, more playoff prediction stuff. Maybe have a guest um, or two. 
That's true. We do need to get another guest on. And we talked to a lot of people at the race in Darlington. A lot of plugs. Uh, in there. Good people to get guests on. Uh, last but not least, we are brought to you by Yeats. 10% off discount code Cheergate at yeatsofficial.com. And we're also brought to you by Yeti. Use the link in the description below um, to keep your shit cold. <laughs> for the Yeti boys. Yeti boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, Dakota. All right. Peace, y'all. Peace. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.